You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, wherever you are. Welcome to Feast the Gig Feast at Home. And uh, we are in the district of Makati and we want to say hi to all those who are here today. Okay, um, this is another, they're going to be another interactive thing. So I need you to be active and I need you to be uh, doing something, not just watching because this is about you. First up, I need you to share and tag this. Tag the link, copy the link, share the link to your friends. And tag your friends. You can do it by typing the names of your friends and then sending it. Uh, you know how to do it. Tag your friends so that more and more people can 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 actually tune in to this live stream. Okay, we, we're going to talk about God's word today, and we're going to talk about changing lives. We're going to talk about how God changes our lives. We're going to talk about how it affects our life and how God blesses all of us. So you might want to think about your friend who needs to hear. The good news of the Lord, the good news of the gospel. So tag your friends, copy the link, share the link, and tag your friends. Tell them that there's something happening here, not because I'm talking, but because God is speaking. I'm not God. I'm just a mouthpiece of God. And God, through his word, will speak to you. God will find a way to reach out to you today. God's ears are not too dumb to hear you, and it's not, and, and God's hands are not too short to save you so i need you to be active i want to say hi to those who are here for the first time if you're here for the first time please uh, uh state uh, type it in our chat box uh, type in the chat box that this is your first time and um, um we will find a way to reach out to you so hoping that this experience will will, will be life-changing for you um also i'd like to say hi to all those who have been here Already for a long time. Um, yeah, Mon Mon is here. Heart. Mon, heart. I'll take heart. Even when... Um, secret dun, you don't open your mouth too much. Even when... Diba? Um, yeah. Um, hi to Achi. I saw Achi here. And I saw some friends. Some friends here. Um, we want to say hi to, uh, we want to say hi to all those who are here. Roxanne is here. Um, Wendell, Evangeline, I can see you. Um, yeah, we're praying for Sister Lita. Uh, Brother Nanding, know that. All right. Um, oi, our dear, uh, to, uh, Builder Relova is here. Builder of Feast Makati Legaspi. And there, of course, my wife giving me a heart. Oh, no, stop it. Stop it. All right. Anyway, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna continue our deep dive into God's word. We're going to deep dive. We're going to continue our deep dive. And we're almost in, at the end of uh, the gospel according to Matthew. But today we will talk about that and further that. So um, we will continue our series called The Clash. Of culture, kingdom, and comfort. Again, we're talking about holy contradictions. We're talking about something that uh, baffles you. 
And uh, this is part of trying to unravel the mystery of God's word and the mystery of God's love for you and me, the clash. Today, we're going to talk about master versus servant. Master versus servant. So if you're ready, I want you to declare God's abundance over our lives, over your life together. Join me as we pray in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Together, today I receive all of God's love for me. Today I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today I open myself to God's word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Say this with me, please. Today I proclaim that I am God's beloved. I am God's servant. I am God's powerful champion. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, Lord Jesus, have your way in us today as we offer you our time, as we offer you our hearts, as we pause for a moment to listen to you, as we pause for a moment at your feet to, to learn from you, to hear words of wisdom from you, to hear words that give life from you. We pray that you just be with us, guide us, and, and continue to encourage us, O oh Lord, to do this all for your greater glory. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Okay. Um, one big message for today is really, really touching, and it's really, really special because I know that a lot of us, are going through so many things today, these days, so many things. Where are we going to get the uh, money for the next meal? Where? How are we going to pay the utilities? How are we going to be debt-free? How are we going to stay healthy? How are we going to protect ourselves from COVID-19? How are we going to protect ourselves from, from, from toxic relationships? And, and we all are going through something, and we all are going through some sort of pain. And our one big message for today is God feels your pain, but his plans are bigger than your problem. God feels your pain, but remember this, but his plans are bigger than your problem. God uses pain to stretch you, to make you stronger, to make you um, build, to, to, to make you grow. And it is that pain that makes us grow. So you need, friends, you need to understand and remember that when you feel pain, that's not the end of the story. When you feel pain, you can expect growth. Growth comes after pain. Yes, it's not the, way, the other way around. Growth always comes after pain. And remember, God feels your pain. He knows what you're going through, but his plans are bigger than your problem. God's plan is not for you to experience pain, period. God plan, God's plan is for you to, uh, God is allowing you, okay, to experience that pain because that pain, he knows that that pain will make you stronger and will make you ready for your victory. Amen? Let me share a story. Last year, I, 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 I went through a heavy phase in my life. Uh, you know, I, maybe the darkest in my life so far. 
and um, I, I, I'm sure you can relate with me. It, it's that you know, you know that there is a God. You know that there is a God who knows and loves us, and who God who can hear us. But the feeling, that feeling at that point, okay, at that particular point is, yes, you know, but what you know is very different from what you feel. Your, your situation is very different from what you're, uh, what you're believing in. Your circumstance is different from your confession. And it was very hard for me. It, I know you know how that feels. Um, you you kind of just want to lie down and 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 not get up and just try to you know wish that everything would go away. But thanks to some very very good friends who who manage to make it make things lighter. Thanks to um, my 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 dear wife who was there trying to understand. Thanks to some very, very dear friends, even from far away, um, send in a word or try to, 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 to ask you how you are. And, uh, and to, you know, they remind you, they reminded me that, yes, there is, uh, there is hope. Don't worry. Don't despair. Now, it is during these times that I, I, I realized that I, I, I get to prove the, 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 the truthfulness or I get to prove the, um, something that, that's written, that's found in scripture, and I get to prove this, uh, uh, what do you call this? This statement, okay? In Genesis chapter 1, verse 18, it says, it is not good for the man to be alone. It is not good for the man to be alone. That's why the Lord sent, uh, uh, made Eve to, to, to uh, help us, help out, because it is not good for man to be alone. And let me expand that. You know, yes, that was about Adam and Eve. But, but in reality, it is, good. it is not good for man to be alone. No man is an island. And that is the reason why you have friends. That is the reason why you have light groups. That is the reason why you have those intimate groups. Because when you have someone with you, it is not good for a man to be alone because you need to share whatever it is. Whether if, if you share your joy, then your joy is multiplied. If you share your grief, if you share your, your, your sorrows, it gets divided. And just the fact, and just the fact, all right, sometimes just the fact and that knowing, knowing that someone else is with you, friends, it is already lighter. It, 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 it becomes lighter for you already. I know you, I know you know what I'm talking about. But here's what I want you to remember, and then please never, never forget that whether you like, whether you know it or not, whether you're aware of it or not, someone cares for you. Someone cares for you. Um, just like, just like the, the homily of Father Dan. Um, the, you know, the, the, the son who was in jail did not know. Did not know that the mother did not know that he was in jail. But always remember this. Someone cares for you. And even if, 
you try to think, and even if you don't think, if you can't think of anyone else, I want you to know that there is a God who cares for you. Right now, in the middle of your problem, someone cares for you. And God loves you. And God will find a way to reach out to you. God will find a way to reach you. God will find a way for his blessings to reach you. God will issue a command in heaven so that uh, there will be a, a, um, a conspiracy of grace where the things that you do not deserve, God will find a way to deliver to you, that everything you need will come to you. Um, yeah, it's a conspiracy of grace and it will be issued from heaven. So just wait for it. Just wait for it. Going back to my story, I was so down. And, and you know what? These friends um, reminded me that, that God is not finished with me yet. And, and they said that after this, God will use me even more. God will use me even more. Because oh, I now know how it feels. I now know how it feels to go through that particular circumstance that I will now be able to help those who are undergoing the same. And it's... Excuse me. Um, coffee break. Wait. Don't forget, Nerd House. Nerd House Fairview. <laughs> no, just kidding. Um, going back to the talk. God is not finished with you yet. Can I just say that to you? God is not finished with you yet. After this crisis, he will use you more. He will use you more because after this crisis, you have been stretched. You have been, uh, you have been tried. You have been tested. And you're now ready for your next trial. You're now ready for your next trial. On to your next victory. God is not finished with you yet. And after this crisis... After this crisis where Christ is, he will use you even more. God feels your pain. Man, come on, believe me. God feels your pain. Just like a father to a son. I love my son, Zicky, 10 years old. And, and I know, you know how it is. Parents, us, my wife, myself, we, we, we kind of feel what he's feeling. And, and, and my, my wife has superpowers, and, and, and she can pinpoint where the pain is. And she can pinpoint if, 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 if my son's uncomfortable or anything, just like God. I mean, of course, God is God, and, and he knows your pain. And, and he, that pain, friends, listen to me, that pain is part of God's plan. Not so that you will just experience pain. Not because he's a cruel God. Not because he's a bad father. God knows that that pain will make you stronger. And one day, you will overcome. All right? I have a question for you. We're talking about reading scripture. We're, going to, we're, we're talking about reading the Bible. And we, we say that never leave house, your home without the Bible, whether it's a, a, a physical Bible or me and I, right now I have an electronic Bible. Never leave home without it because you need it, because you need the Word of God, because the Word of God is life to those who find them, and because the Word of God is uh, 
a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Okay? Um, my question is, when you read the Bible for the first time, where did you start? When you started to read the Bible, when did, where did you start? We hear at the feast, we say, read the New Testament and then go back to the Old Testament because you need to understand the, New, the, the Old Testament in the light of the New Testament. But there's, also, there's always a need for you to go to back to the Old Testament because it's, never, it's not going to be complete. It's not going to be complete. But I, I know that uh, if you're reading Scripture, it's easier to read the New Testament because when you go back to the Old Testament, um, there will be chapters where there will just be numbers and there will be chapters where it, it, it will just be a genealogy or a narration of, uh, of, of, of Uriah, son of Ganyan, son of Ganon, son of him, son of 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 son of. And, and, and it, it can be boring at times. Forgive me and don't judge me. But there were times when I started to read the Bible, you know, when I can't sleep at night, when I can't sleep. And when I start to read the Bible, you know, it's, it, it, it's like a tranquilizer. And I, I, I fall immediately. <laughs> immediately I fall asleep. But, but don't judge me. What I'm saying is that the Old Testament is difficult to understand. That's why it's easier to read the New Testament. But as I said earlier, you need to understand and study, still study the Old Testament. Because you need to know where, it's, um, where uh, things are coming from. You need to know what part of the culture is in play. And um, we, some, of, some of the your builders of the Light of Jesus family were taking sacred scripture, um, part of our theology class. And, and we're, we're enjoying because now we're able to understand. We're able to understand the meaning. Why is it like this and why is it like that? Um, in, in, instead of just taking it literally. Um, and and uh, now, now we understand. And that's why we're teaching you this. That's why we're teaching you because, you know, us Catholics, we need to learn about this. And you'll appreciate it more the more you understand. And, and you you know, we're studying Israel, uh, where it's from, how it came about. Uh, it's it's uh, Bishop Barron who said, if you don't know Israel, you don't know Jesus. Because you have to understand the actions, the words of Jesus during that time. Because Jesus, though he is God, he was there in the midst of a particular culture, of a Jewish culture. Jesus was a Jew. Okay. Jesus was a Jew, and when he went up the mountains, you could call him Mountain Jew. <laughs> corny, corny. Um, yeah, but Jesus, Jesus was a Jew, and, and, and Jesus knew his scripture. Jesus knew the, 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 the Bible. Jesus read the Old Testament, starting with the five books of the Bible, the Torah, the Bible that Jesus read was the Old Testament, and he loved it. Of course, you, you, you can say, eh, of course, that's the Old Testament. There's no New Testament yet because he, it, it, because he was still there. You know, the New Testament, you, you, you can say, it's about Jesus. But, but Jesus loved the Old Testament. And um, listen to this. Um, we all believe that the Word of God, Scripture is inspired of God. Scripture was written by men of different times, of different cultures, of different inclinations, of different orientations, 
But we all believe that because of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Sacred Scripture was written of God. It was inspired by God. And it was God's Spirit that inspired these people to write these. And it's, it's, you know, it, it has been documented all these years. And, and it, it talks about uh, the, the Mashiach or Messiah. Mashiach or Messiah. And uh, I want you to know that the Messiah is the entire plot line of the Hebrew Scriptures. Everything, if you're going to study sacred scripture, everything points to the Son of the living God. Everything points to Jesus from Genesis. From Genesis up to Revelation because it was a progression. It is a progression of God's revelation of his own son. And, 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 and listen, and it, 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 the history of our salvation started with, you know, with, with our, our scripture started with Genesis, and it was already pointing to Jesus. And that's the whole plot of the Bible. Here's the Bible entire plot, simplified. Okay? Are you ready? Okay. God created us in his image and likeness, okay? But we fouled up. We messed up. We did the horrible job as his representatives. So God promises he'll send the perfect image, which is his son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. So God promises he'll send the perfect image, the Mashiach or Messiah, who will restore us as image, as his image bearers. He who did not know sin became sin so that we can, you and I can live. That by the stripes of Jesus, you and I can enjoy God's healing. That by the um, foolish wisdom, by the... Uh, the, the victory that Jesus won on the cross, you and I are now enjoying this life. Again, everything points to Jesus. So let's go to Genesis. Let's go to Genesis. In, immediately in Genesis, the first book of the Bible, uh, Jesus was already referred to. Okay, He may not have been mentioned, but you can see that there, he was being referred to in Genesis chapter 3. Verse 15, it reads, And I will cause hostility between you and the woman, talking to the serpent, and between your offspring and her offspring, okay? He will strike, he with a capital H. He, who's he? The son, will strike your head and you will strike his heel. Talking about Jesus, immediately talking about victory, talking about how Jesus, the power, talking about Jesus, the conqueror, who's with us, will defeat the enemy. Will defeat the enemy. Okay? So, now talking about the Mashiach, I want you, again, let's go back to our one big message. That God knows your pain. That in the history of our salvation, when God sent Jesus 
it's it's basically basically because God loves you. And I want you to know that even if you were the only person here on earth, God would still have done it for you because that's according to his plan. Because God knows you. God loves you. He knows your pain. But he's not done with you yet. He knows that this pain will make you stronger so that tomorrow you will become stronger and you'll be able to lift other people up. And you'll be able to tell them about God's love. And they will do the same and do the same and do the same. Amen? So we just came from, uh, let's go back to Matthew. We just came from the three questions that the Pharisees asked and the Sadducees asked because they, were, they wanted to trap Jesus in our previous week, uh, week's uh, teachings. And today it was Jesus' turn. Um, after asking him, questioning him, it was Jesus' turn to ask them a question. Matthew chapter 22, verse 41 to 42. Um, then surrounded by the Pharisees, Jesus asked them, <laughs> it's, it's payback time, a question. What do you think about the Messiah whose son is he? Okay, so Jesus was talking about the Messiah because the, at that time they were expecting a Messiah. They were expecting a Messiah, and for the longest time, because remember, again, from, from the first book of the Bible, they were already referring to Jesus. They were already referring to a Messiah, to a Savior, to a Messiah, to the Anointed One, okay? So, uh, so they, they thought that it was Noah, because he, he led all these to the, to, to the ark, and then, but he failed after that. They thought it was Moses. But Moses didn't even enter the, the promised land. They thought it was Abraham after, after uh, you know, being promised that he will have many sons as numerous as the stars. But, 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 but he, also, he also goofed up and, and some thought it was David. Okay, so they were expecting Messiahs. All right. So, so Jesus said, what about the Messiah? Who do you think he is? Whose son is he? And then they, they instantly replied. Actually, uh, they, they already know this. And they said, uh, he is the son of David. He's the son of David because they knew that he was going to be uh, born in the line, along the line of the, the family lines of David. So he's the son of David, the Messiah. And then Jesus said, but, but, but wait, then, then, then why does David, speaking under the inspiration of the Spirit, Call the Messiah my Lord. Okay? So if it was David's son, if the Messiah was David's son, then why did he call him Lord? For David said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies beneath your feet. Since David called the Messiah my Lord, how can the Messiah be his son? How can the Messiah be his son? Again, here is where you can, you can read it and take it at face value, but you have to understand where they're coming from. You have to understand the culture during that time, okay? Um, yes, uh, a, a, a son can call his father Lord with a small L, but a dad will never call his son Lord. So if David said, the Lord said to my Lord, meaning... It's, so it's not his son, you know. 
it's got to be someone more powerful than him. Okay, here's the question. If the Messiah is David's son, why does David imply that the guy is greater than him? Why? Because the guy is greater than him. <laughs> the guy is greater than him. And uh, inspired by the Holy Spirit, David said those words. The Lord said to my Lord. And it was a revelation. Again, the progression of the revelation of Jesus Christ. The, we, we cannot take it in one big blow. That's why it had to be progressive. That's why when we learn scripture, it, it, we have to grow. You know, it has to grow on us. And we need to. We need to understand. And our understanding becomes greater and greater each day. And, and, and this just simply says, when David said, the Lord said to my Lord, and he was referring to someone who's more powerful than him, then David was actually saying that the Messiah will be greater than him. The Messiah, the Messiah, will be greater than David. And they were all dumbfounded. They were all quiet. They were all quiet. Jesus knew what he was saying. And Jesus, in his infinite wisdom, was able to silence them. Verse 46, no one could answer him. No one could answer him. And after that, no one dared to ask him any more questions. Friends, before God, before Jesus, before the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, before the Messiah, all our questions are answered. All your questions are addressed. Before the King, before the Messiah, all your sufferings are eased. All your problems get resolved. Before the Messiah, the Messiah, all of who God is becomes available to you. And you can count on, the, on this message for today that God feels your pain. God feels your pain. And he is not finished with you yet. Because after this, he will use you even more. God feels your pain, but his plans are bigger than your problem. I started by sharing with you that last year I went through probably the most darkest stage, darkest uh, season of my life. But I want you to know that, you know, just like St. Paul, just like St. Paul, um, I prayed to God to take it away. But, but, but God did not take it away. And just like St. Paul, I just heard in my heart, felt that God whispering in my heart said, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient for you, even if you're weak. I want you to know that it is when you are weakest that my power reaches perfection. It is when you are weakest and you cannot fight it. When you are weakest and you're most vulnerable. That is when my power reaches perfection. That is when you will see my power 
take play take take over your life that will that will be the time when you will see my power rescue you paul prayed for god to take away the thorn on his side three times three times but god answered on the third imagine the first time paul prayed nothing silence the second time silence friends you may be in the season right now you may just feel that god is so silent you've been praying you've been asking you've been crying you've been begging you've been wishing yet god is still silent i want you to know that you should not give up because there is a time when god is silent and it is during this time that god is allowing us to find out or to discover who we really are and what we really are and what we really believe in but in the story of paul after the silence then god spoke after the silence and god spoke hosea the the uh, the bible talks about this in hosea the wilderness the silence will bring you to the desert will bring you to a place where it's the silence is deafening and that is where i will speak maybe you're feeling that god is too silent i want you to know that you're very near your wilderness and when you get to your wilderness god will speak to you and god will speak to you and god will probably say my grace is sufficient for you it is when you're weakest that is when i become strongest the messiah the messiah is saying i know your pain i feel your pain but i have a plan for you plan for your welfare not for woe a plan to give you a future that you hope for believe it cling to it and live with it in jesus mighty name amen and amen father i pray for my brothers and sisters who are going through tough times right now we all are we all do <laughs> but the difference lord is that you are with us i'd gladly go through tough times if i know that you're with me uh i'd rather you know one day in your courts is better than a thousand days elsewhere lord god bring us close to you draw us close to you oh lord god draw us close to you and near your heart and always assure us that there is hope that even if we're going through pain right now it's just a reminder that you're not yet done with us it's just a reminder that we're alive do to us or with us whatever you please oh god we are here and we are ready and we are grateful in jesus mighty name amen and amen thank you for listening to today's podcast subscribe to feast radio and open yourself to god's grace for more podcasts like these visit f
Peace.ph slash radio.